Hello everyone and welcome to my Bible study channel. My name is Tiffany. And first I want to talk about why I decided to start this channel. Um, for the past couple of months I have been looking for a Bible study channel that I could tune into daily and just listen to the word or at least if it had a back catalog listen to daily and I found some pretty good sites but a long way um political agendas and so forth um got in the way and once those views were expressed it became much more difficult for me to listen to their studies without that kind of like teetering at the back of my mind so I decided to start um, a channel of my own because for a long time I was studying like extensively on my own and I'm still learning and but I wanted to share that with people so that people who had a mindset like me would have someone to listen to you know um, so I'm starting off with Revelation chapter 6 for a reason um, I have come across many channels who I'm not sure if it's intentional but there is quite a bit of false doctrine doctrine going around on YouTube and if you simply just read scripture you would um, you would know that these things that are being said is false there are a lot of people who are given false dates um, they are just telling people incorrect things involving scripture and I do know there are some people who would prefer to listen to um, scripture because some people find it hard to interpret so they rather listen to someone so that's why I decided to create this channel for people like that and who are working and they don't have a few hours a day to sit around and um, read but I do feel like this time I mean it's it's important at this point that people are aware of what's happening and aware of what's going to happen so first off I do want to say Revelation chapter 6 can be cross-referenced with Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21. Um, it's like peeling back an, an onion. Like each chapter will give you a, it will give you a, um, it will give you more information than last. So I continue to really think about how I want to do study so I think I'm going to read each chapter first and then we'll go back and then verse by verse verse break it down and I want to apologize if you hear me clicking around and stuff it's because I don't have a script written written um, I have notes from my studies but I'm also using a website called blue letter Bible dot com dot org dot org not dot com um so i'm clicking back and forth on that website 
So let's get started with Revelation chapter 6. And it looks like, and I'm going to read the headers and everything for you. So it looks like Revelation chapter 6 verses 1 and 2. They talk about the first seal, the rider on the white horse. And I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four, four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he was sent forth conquering and to conquer. So that is Revelation chapter 6. Um, verses 1 and 2, which um, present the first seal being um, broken, and that is the white horse. And we'll get more into it, but I'm going to um, finish reading. Now we're going to the second seal, which is war. And this will be um, Revelation chapter 6, verses 3 and 4. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. There went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. So, Revelations um, chapter 6, verse 3 and 4 talk about the second seal. So here we are, we're going to the third seal, which is verses five and six. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the beast say, come and see. And beheld, and I beheld, and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of wheat, for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny and see thou hurt not the oil and wine so um that is the third seal of revelation and the fourth seal is death death and it says and when he had opened the fourth seal i heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and Hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth, to kill with sword, and with hunger, and with death, and the beast of the earth. So there we have, I've already read up to, um, Verse 8 in chapter 6, which describes the seals um, 1 through 4. There is a fifth seal. And one thing I want to address before I move on is that there are many people who um, believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. Some people believe in a mid-tribulation rapture. And some people believe in a post-tribulation rapture. I believe in a post-tribulation rapture. 
and I would like to bring that up now. I, I feel like this is very important because there are many people that are saying, you know, the tribulation is coming, the rapture comes before that, and you'll be taken away. I feel like that is going to create a big falling away because people are being led to believe that they won't experience the tribulation. And Matthew 24, which is... I'm going to read that completely through before we get more to study. Matthew 24, verse 29, um, Jesus, Yahusha, um, clearly says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of heavens will be shaken. And that speaks of the day of the Lord. And let me pull up that because it speaks of the coming of the Son of Man, which is the second coming of Jesus. So let me go to here. Okay, so let me read it clearly. Okay, it says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from heaven and the powers of heavens will be shaken then will appear in heaven the sign of the son of man and then all of the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the son of man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory and he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elects from the four winds from the ends of heaven to the other and for those who do believe in a pre-tribulation rapture i um strongly advise you to read matthew 29 um that matthew chapter 24 verse 29 where it clearly says that um, his second coming comes after and he gathers the elect, the chosen, after the tribulation. It does not come before. And so there are people who are preparing to be gone, you know, once it starts. And I feel like that's going to cause a lot of people's faith to falter people will become angry and turn against the most high because they believe that they would not be around to endure um the tribulation when it clearly says in scripture that you know um jesus yahusha comes after the tribulation you know so i feel like that is very 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 important um Matthew 13, he also um, goes into this as well. So let me get back to that and we left off after the fourth seal. So we're going to the fifth seal because this is important too. Um, it says, and when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto them 
and it said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. So it, the fifth seal, which unseals the martyrs, shows that you know the people who who died in the past for the word of God and people who are going to continue to die during the tribulation would um because it says that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled so they're saying that during the tribulation there's going to be martyrs if all the believers were gathered before the tribulation who would these martyrs be you know so that's something definitely to consider and also i do want to bring up um the day of the lord and and in Matthew um, verse um, twenty, chapter twenty four twenty nine, it spoke of it um, about the sun being darkened, the moon the moon not giving its light, and the stars will fall from heaven. That specifically speaks on the day of the Lord, which ushers in the wrath of God. Um, the seals being broken are not the judgments of God. The wrath of God are the bowls and the vials that are red um, that you're reading. Um, it's after the seventh seal. It's after um, the seals have been broken. So here we are. Um, I'm going to read to you the sixth seal, um, which is Revelation chapter 6, verses 12 through 17. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. So when the sixth seal is opened, that begins. Sorry, my phone rang. But um, that begins the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is prophesied in not only the New Testament, but um. It's prophesied in the Old Testament quite a bit, and I will go over as much scripture as I possibly can um, regarding the day of the Lord, because it is a lot. And that's why reading the Old Testament is um, very important, because if you don't, you miss um, vital scripture like that. So that was chapter... 6 verse 12 let me go to verse 13 and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth even as a fig tree cast of her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind and the heaven departed as a scroll when rolled together and every mountain and island were moved out of their places so this is going to be a big worldwide earthquake and this is clearly a precursor to the various earthquakes that were prophesied in Matthew 24. I can't recall if it was in Luke and Mark, but we're going to read those as well. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. So all these people in bunkers hiding underground or in the mountains, they're not going to be able to hide from this because this earthquake is going to be massive. And said to the mountains of the rock, 
fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? So that is a lot to take in. And as I said, I'm reading the follow-up um, scriptures that cross-reference with this can also be a lot and a study within itself before you even dig deep into everything. And <clears throat> yeah, it's it's definitely a lot. So um, now we are moving over to Matthew 24. Matthew 24 is probably the most popular of all of the scriptures we've all concerning end times. Um, but it, like I said, it also um, cross references um Luke 21 and Mark 13 throughout um this scripture too and that's why I like Blue Letter Bible because it clearly like also lists the scripture that line up with what um verse and chapter that I'm reading so let's get started with Matthew um 24 which has 51 verses and Yahusha went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple and Yahusha said unto them see ye see ye not all these things verily i say unto you there shall not be left one here there shall not sorry there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall be thrown down and he sat upon the Mount of Olives. The disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be? What shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Yahusha answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Mashiach. I am Christ and shall deceive many. So as of now, I haven't heard too many news stories or anything about anyone coming saying that they are the Messiah. And you know that if they did come and say that they were the Messiah, it would be false because in scripture, he clearly states how you would know it was him coming. He's going to come, you know, in the clouds. Everyone's going to know it's him. It's not going to be some random guy in Brazil or Europe or any of these places that are saying that he is the Messiah. If so, you know, he and he says to you, um, take heed that no man deceives you. Because in his in scripture, it clearly says, explains to you this is how he's going to come he's not going to randomly pop up in the news or anything like that so that's very important to know okay and i did read chapter 24 verse 5 but i'll read it again for many shall come in my name saying i am mashiach i am christ and shall deceive many and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, and see that ye are not troubled, for these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So 
one of the signs is you're going to hear wars and rumors of wars, but um, it's just the beginning. It's not the end yet. I mean, even in today's society, you hear there are wars going on, but there are many, many rumors of wars at this point between different, like many different um, nations, um, China and Taiwan, you know, the current war between Russia and Ukraine. And I think Turkey and Lebanon have been exchanging words and Israel has been, um, a conflict has been brewing between Israel and Iran and it was uh, Armenia and Abedidijan, I think. I can't pronounce the name of the country, but so there are many wars and rumors of wars going on and nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there should be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. And I said I was going to go uh, verse by verse because I'm going to go back. But nation um, in Strong's is ethos. And ethos um, means um, a tribe, a nation, a group of people. So um, it's pretty much saying that people will be against um, people. And nations will be against nations you know kingdoms against kingdoms and we definitely see um that is happening um with what's going on now with famines um right now it seems that only poor countries are ex experiencing um famine at the moment however um there are there have been many farmers that have come out and spoke of how um many of them didn't yield much crop and with inflation going on price of food is getting higher with the war between russia and ukraine um food that need wheat um is definitely going to go, go up it looks like it is but um i will have to look more into it but the cost of food shrinkflation is definitely real so um but it's not to the point where scripture says it would be um and matthew um 24 is going to give you a sense of how um how that's supposed to be um yeah, so, and as I was saying, oh, and earthquakes, earthquakes in different places. Um, I, my son actually likes to watch a YouTuber who tracks earthquakes um, around the world. Uh, Dutch Sense is his name. Um, and it's literally like earthquakes everywhere right now sometimes they're so small that um you can't they're so small where you wouldn't know but there are literally earthquakes happening everywhere right now um and it could have been a natural thing that's always been or they could be getting worse but 
I can't say that. I can't say what or worse because, you know, I haven't did research into that yet. But Matthew 24, 28 says, and these are the beginning of sorrows. So I'm going to go to verse 9 now. And, okay, it says, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Which, you kind of see that happening. However, there are many people who use the Most High and Yahusha's name um, to promote their hate instead of really like preaching about the scripture you know so I don't want to get into that too much but a lot of people don't like scripture because of what it has to say however there are many people who miss who use scripture to intentionally hurt people instead of teaching them you know but um yeah let's go on to the next one and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many and because iniquity shall abound the love of many shall wax cold so before i go past that Let's look at iniquity because I love this site because you can get a deeper meaning of the words. Um, it looks like iniquity means the condition of without law because ignorant of it, because violating of it, contempt and violation of the law, iniquity. So following the law is important and the law of the most high is his commandments many people believe that um yahusha jesus came and he abolished the law and that is incorrect um if you read throughout the new testament it speaks of um still keeping the commandments um And it, I mean, I know like when you're reading some scriptures, things can be um, very confusing. Like, cause I'm using another one. This is the first thing that came up, and I know a lot of people um, use this as well. I'm gonna switch the Bible version. So Romans 6.14, it says, For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under the law but under grace. And a lot of people um, look at that and they kind of like run with it. But it's more deeper than that. Um, And people, because I notice when people bring that up, they just kind of like come with it. But let's see, let me find a proper verse. If I can't, I'm just gonna look into more study because I'm looking this up on the fly. On the fly, I mean. Let's 
Okay, so Matthew 5, um, verse 17 through 19 says, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say unto you, this is an ESV version, um, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them all will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So this is what Yahushua said himself. Like, he didn't come to abolish the law. You know, he came to fulfill it. And to fulfill the law does not mean to abolish it. And... Let me see. Yeah, so um, I'm going to do more research on that to give correct um, scripture regarding this, but um, I think there's a lot of misinterpretation on that and I know I have read several verses where John and Peter would say um, if you love the most high you follow his commandments there and this is after the um, first resurrection so to not follow the commandments is um, definitely not true in this regard but um Okay, so I'm only, <laughs> this is actually a lot longer. I don't want this to be like two or three hours. So um, let me get to, I'm on Matthew chapter 24, verse 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, who whoso readeth, let him understand. So, the abomination of desolation. There's been a lot of there has been a lot of back and forth about what that what that is. Many say that happened like hundreds of years ago. Um, but when you read Matthew, it doesn't because I mean technically it would be the feature in that time too, but. That's not something that I had a full understanding of myself, and I'm going to look into that and do like a whole study on that in particular. And let me actually write that down so I don't forget. Yeah, because many people have many um opinions on this and some people say it happened already some people say it has yet to come but um there is um a verse that kind of hints at it has not happened yet it's going to happen in times and when we get to it i will point it out okay so let me read that again when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation 
spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whosoever readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are a child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight not be in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to his time. No, nor shall ever be. So, this is saying, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, then um, shall there be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. So this is saying that when people say the abomination desolation happened back during the Roman occupation of Jerusalem, but after that, like great tribulation that is spoken of in this chapter, according to what it's supposed to be, hasn't technically happened yet. So they're saying so the Most High, Yahushua is saying that when this happens, then shall there be great tribulation. And a lot of people theorize that it's the Antichrist um, standing in the holy place. Some people say it's the temple. Um, some people, you know, but then there are many verses that say that the temple, um, that our body's temple. So it's a lot of confusion on that. And now. Um, I will look, I will study that and I will make a study on that as well. Um, because <laughs> it, it can be kind of confusing, but I mean, the most high is not author of confusion. So, all right, so let me going Matthew 24 20 um, verse 22 says and except those days should be shortened there should be no flesh be saved for the elect's sake those days shall be shortened so when the abomination of desolation starts it's going to happen but those days shall be shortened so it's not going to happen over a long period of time because it says if it does um he said that except for though they should be shortened, there should be no there should be no flesh saved for the elect's sake. So for the elect's sake, um he's shortening those days because the chosen, the elect, will still be here when that happens, which also further um shows that during the tribulation, people will be here that his chosen, the elect, will be here. And then it goes on to say, Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or dare, believe it not. So when this abomination desolation happens and people are saying, like, there's the Messiah, don't believe it. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show 
great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will be eagles be gathered together. There will be eagles gathered. Now, there's... I found the great sermon on um, explaining that verse, wheresoever the carcass is, there will be eagles gathered together. People don't like that pastor, so I definitely won't um, recommend that. But let's look into that um, a little bit more. So, carcass. Um, it is, it could mean a fall, downfall. I'm a failure, defeat, calamity. Um, an error, lapse in sin, the fallen body of one dead, of slain, that which has fallen. So it says, for whoever, whosoever the carcass is, there will be the, the eagles gathered together. So, I mean... That, that's a little difficult. There's a lot of symbology. Um, and it's a lot to make of that. Um, there's a lot of symbology that many don't fully understand. So I'm not going to try to break that down to you right now. Because I don't want, I don't, I don't want it to mislead anyone. Um... So yeah, so the last part of Matthew 24 talks about the glorious return, the parable of the fig tree, and be ready for his coming. And we've only gotten through, we're almost 40 minutes in, and we've only gotten through half of these. So um, I think I'm going to break this up, um, the study up. I'm going to finish Mark and Luke, but breaking down all of the verses, I'm going to um, do that in a part two because I wasn't expecting this to go on. It's so much more, and I don't want it to cram or people to get exhausted from listening. So that's how I'm going to do it. Um, I've decided to do it. So, okay, so here we go the glorious return. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, immediately after tribu- after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. That's the day of the Lord. After the tribulation. And after the seals, because you, if you recall, the son of um, the day of the Lord happened 
once the sixth seal was broken. The elect are still here. Okay, and then it says, And then shall appear the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and glory. So once again, this goes into um, what was said before when people say, when he talks about many false Christ and not to believe him because he's telling you exactly how he's going to appear. He's going to appear in all the tribes that earth will mourn. They all shall see the son, the son of man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. So like I said, you know, before many people will claim to be Christ, but in scripture, he clearly tells you how he's going to come. And it says, he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So reading that, it clearly says, after the tribulation, after the day of the Lord begins, after, and you know, once that seal is broken and um, the sun and the sun is dark and the moon not giving its light, that comes the big earthquake, and then you like are gathered. Now, yeah, so it's a lot, it's a lot, but in order to prop- properly understand scripture you have to accept what is being said Yahusha did not say that he was coming before the tribulation it clearly it clearly says he's coming after the tribulation and now I'm going to read the parable of the fig tree which a lot of people know about probably many don't know it by by name but um people know about it it says now learn a parable of the fig tree which his branch is yet tender and put forth leaves ye know that summer is nigh so likewise ye when ye shall see all these things know that it is near even at the doors verily i say unto you this generation shall not pass till all these things will be fulfilled Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So, the day of the Lord, no one knows. Not the angels in heaven, but the Most High is only known. So when people say, um, the Lord's feast day is coming, prepare for the raptures, for the raptures, that's not... Correct. How would they know when Yahushua himself just said, no one knows but the Father? So when there are people out there that are given dates of a rapture, for one, they're given dates for pre-tribulation rapture. Um, and scripture clearly says, this has to happen, and this has to happen, and then this has to happen. And that also um, falls into the whole I'm um, thief in the night scripture. 
Hold on, look it up. Um, first up, Thessalonians. Let me pull it up so I can get the first verse, the whole full verse. Which is conveniently called the day of the Lord. So how people miss it is so interesting. Okay, so I'm gonna read Thessalonians, first Thessalonians chapter five to you. It says, Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you, for you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for the day for the day to surprise you like a thief. So Paul, I mean, yeah, he's saying pretty much that, um, yeah, like it says, the day will come as a thief in the night, but you who um, are aware, are you keep a lookout of the signs, it's not going to come to you as a thief, you know, because you're, you're aware of the signs, so you're alert, so you don't know when it's going to happen, but you know the signs are showing that we're getting pretty close, you know? So that's pretty much what it means. So I'm going back to Matthew. So Matthew 24, 38 says, For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark. So people were celebrating, thinking life was great, all the way up until the day that Noah went into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall the coming of man be. So there were clearly signs. It started raining and people were still just living their life until it didn't stop raining and it flooded. And, you know, it killed all of them. That's how the coming of the Son of Man is going to be. And then it says, Then shall two be in the field and one shall be taken and the other left. Now, when you read this, you're thinking generally of the rapture. This is after the tribulation, after the sun and moon have been darkened. This happens after. It doesn't happen um, spontaneously before. And that's why it said in 1 Thessalonians that, yeah, you don't know the day and hour, but if you read scriptures and you know the signs, it won't take you by surprise. Okay? So it says, Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But notice that if the good men of the house had known, had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man coming. 
coming. So <laughs> that's a lot um, to take in. All right, and so the last part of Matthew chapter 24 is, he then who is faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. And but and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to have be more structured um, going forward, but um, I'm going to end this um, study here because I mean Matthew 24 give you gives you more of a detailed look into. Um, Revelation chapter 6 and in my next study I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read Luke 21 and I'm going to read um, Mark 13 which are not long and then I will go more in depth with the cross references but I mean when you read the word yourself it, it pretty ex much explains it all on its own you know but a little cross reference with other verses gives you a better understanding so I hope whoever listened to this study enjoyed it and um I will see you guys in the next video. Bye.